Hi folks, this is Abel James, and thanks so much for joining us on Fat-Burning Man, where we talk about real food and real results. So, this is a special bonus episode of the show. I've gotten a lot of questions from you listeners recently, and people who keep up with the blog and the newsletter, about what exactly the wild diet is. You just kind of wanted me to talk about it and explain it. So, um... I never want to force you to buy anything, but of course I put a lot of effort into my book, The Wild Diet. Basically, I wanted to make it um, the only diet book you'll ever need because diet books are usually really boring. So I tried to make this one fun and packed with actionable information. So what I'm going to do here today is just read you a few uh, sections of the book, hopefully ones that you can learn from eating this way, eating real food isn't meant to be complicated. It's actually quite simple. And so um, in this book, I really try to make sure that it's explained as simply as it possibly can be. So I'm going to um, talk about the wild diet plate, what your plate should look like if you want to eat this way and kind of take on this this lifestyle. But I'll start off by um, <laughs> by reading the author's note. Earlier this year, my wife Allison and I dined at a farm-to-table restaurant in Florida with 20 leaders in the health movement, a motley crew of best-selling authors, nutritionists, Olympians, cooks, and physicians. After a long week, we were ready for a feast. Our waiter scribbled furiously as Allison, my cute-as-a-button, 105-pound wife, and I ordered bacon deviled eggs, two roasted marrow bones with local herbs and spices, two hearty farm-fresh salads with aged meat, nuts, and avocado, a charcuterie board with a trio of duck, lamb, and pork pâtés, raw artisanal cheese, and a side of homemade sauerkraut, sautéed sweetbreads, wild sea bass with mushroom butter sauce, and a grass-fed sirloin steak with heirloom vegetables, medium rare, of course. As others watched in awe, we polished off the lot, including more than our fair share of wine and champagne. One of the health experts said with a gasp, How on earth do you two eat so much and stay so lean? This book is the answer to that question. I hope you enjoy it. Now, I read a little selection of the introduction on a past show about band Gone Gone Wild, and that's basically about uh, when Tim McGraw and his band came through Austin. Uh, I got to meet them all, which was a fantastic time, and got to feast with some of them too. So I talk about that experience, and, and basically they were listeners to the Fat Burning Man show and had a lot of... Uh, results losing Denny, the band leader, and and now a very good friend, uh, lost 46 pounds on the wild diet. And so we talk about what it's like for them to to eat this way on the road. And it's actually pretty cool. But let me give you a little taste of, uh, of the first chapter, part one. Whenever you find yourself on the side of the majority, it is time to pause and reflect. That's a quote from Mark Twain. Why we all gained 30 pounds. The average 40-year-old man in 1960 tipped the scale at 166 pounds. Weighing in at 196 pounds, the average man today is 30 pounds heavier. What happened? Like many of us, you've probably put on a few pounds over the past few years. And I bet you've tried to do something about it. Maybe you even went on a crash diet, forcing yourself to count every last calorie and buy expensive packaged dinners and a shake weight. Fighting through incessant cravings with shocking self-control, you probably even shed a few pounds. But as soon as you stopped depriving yourself, the fat came right back, didn't it? Most diets seem to imply that you can be lean, but only if you're hungry and miserable. I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be like that. 
When the internet gurus tell you to subsist on cabbage soup, eat 30 bananas a day, or pop caffeine pills to melt off belly fat, don't listen. There's a better way to reclaim your youth and vitality. So get ready. I'm going to gently ask you to set aside nearly everything you've been told about diet, nutrition, and health. Many of the strategies and principles in the wild diet fly in the face of popular beliefs, fad crash diets, and advice from the droning, half-alive experts you see on daytime television. Not going to name names there. (laughs) But suffice it to say, they didn't invite me on their talk shows. Uh, You don't need me to tell you that our collective health seems doomed. Diabetes, cancer, and heart disease, rare until the turn of the 20th century, are now predicted to affect almost everyone in the developed world at some point in their lifetime. Healthcare costs are increasingly crippling our economy, and eight-year-old children are weighing in at 300 pounds. One in three U.S. children born in 2000 will become diabetic in their lifetimes. Nearly half of minorities are predicted to develop the disease. And the next generation of children is the first in centuries expected to have shorter lifespans than their parents. This is staggering and also completely preventable. If you're reading this, then conventional wisdom about nutrition and fitness has probably failed you. Confounded by special interests, misinformation from powerful industry lobbyists, and sleazy health and fitness gurus, the lion's share of conventional wisdom about diet and health is wrong, and those who trumpet its claims are misinformed, misguided, or simply misleading you. The Wild Diet will teach you to liberate yourself from the gimmickry, half-baked dogma, and empty promises of the diet and fitness industry. As host of Fat-Burning Man, Apple's number one rated show, I've interviewed hundreds of the top experts across the world in weight loss, athletic training, physiology, brain science, and even indigenous tribes people to figure out why America got fat. I quickly realized that losing fat and building muscle isn't a mystery. I've whittled this approach to health down to a few simple, easy-to-follow principles, some of which will surely surprise you. What many seek to accomplish with extreme fad diets and the stapling of stomachs, we will achieve by restoring your mental and physical balance. Instead of fighting against it, we will work with your body to improve your health. Despite what you hear from the screaming maws of over-caffeinated weight loss trainers on reality shows, you'll soon discover that taking pleasure in nourishing your body is essential to your success. You really can be happy and healthy at the same time. Here it is. The secret to fat loss in one sentence. We don't need more diets, more books, or more information. We need trusted, step-by-step strategies from people who know what they're talking about. If you're familiar with my work, you already know that I've never claimed to be an expert or a guru. I'm just a regular guy who spent the last decade obsessing about nutrition and fitness so you don't have to. And if you're not in the mood to read another diet book front to back, I'll give you the secret to fat loss in one sentence right now. Stay away from sugar and processed grains, especially in the morning. Disappointed? Let me give you some good news before you throw this book across the room. If you've given up some of your favorite foods like gooey cheese, chocolate, grilled steak, bacon, butter, full-fat cream, eggs, wine, cheesecake, ice cream, or anything else delicious, for the sake of health, you're about to have a really good time eating this way. If you've exercised for hours a day, gritting your teeth and sweating pure misery, I'm going to teach you how to burn more fat with just minutes of exercise a week. 
Sound impossible? Take it from the fat-burning man. Burning fat can be a lot of fun. Why diet books disagree with each other. When I met the fancy pants editors in Manhattan who were interested in publishing The Wild Diet, most said something like this. So, Abel, your program makes a lot of sense, and your fans and followers clearly get great results. But what's new about your diet? Wrong question. Take a second and type diet into Google. How many results did you get? I'm going to take a wild guess and say 14 bazillion. Heard of the raw vegan diet? Dieters were arguing about it before we invented the automobile. How about low carb? Well, check out banting, which became a fat loss craze in England during the late 1800s. Last year, one of my blog posts went viral after I announced that I'd received a cease and desist letter from a fellow paleo author. He threatened to sue me unless I removed the words paleo diet from my work because he had trademarked the term to sell supplements. But even the caveman diet has been around since the 1970s or for the entire duration of human existence, depending on how you look at it. And if all the fad diets weren't enough, most scientific discoveries touted by the media are ridiculous. Scientific discovery! Eggs are good for you again. Man loses 20 pounds by cutting out his stomach. Breaking news! Muffin tops are actually made out of muffins. Here's the truth. There's no such thing as a new diet. Anyone who tells you different is trying to sell you something. The philosophy of the wild diet is to honor the natural rhythms of your body and get food as close to its source as possible. Know that this is an ancient way of eating, not a new one. This isn't a diet book, but a book about how to reclaim your health by following the laws of nature with a few delicious recipes to boot for people who don't like diet books. Some of what you read in this book will seem like no-brainer common sense. Good. We don't need more conflicting information and fads. It's time to get back to fundamentals. Not too long ago, dieting and losing weight weren't even considerations since most people remained lean throughout their lifetimes. Our body isn't an adversary that we must diet and exercise into submission, but a remarkable biological system that adapts to the way we eat, train, and live. So mostly this, this book is against processed food. It's against big food. And it tells us to get back to eating real food. So I'm going to skip ahead here and actually give you the plate, the description of the plate that I recommend for the wild diet. And if you're watching the video here, here it is. You can see that more than half the plate is fruits and vegetables, primarily non-starchy green and colorful vegetables with a bit of fruit on there. Uh, you also see about a quarter of the plate is proteins, which could be um, pasture-raised meats and eggs, uh, seafood as well, with a little bit of fats and starches. If you're looking at food volume, fats won't take that much in terms of volume, but since fat, fats are so energy-dense, that's where most of your calories are coming from. So here's the description. Number one, most of your plate should be covered with fresh, leafy vegetables such as kale, spinach, arugula, collards, or other greens. Raw is best, but steamed or lightly cooked veggies count too. Fresh organic veggies are preferable, but flash frozen works in a pinch. When eating out, ask for extra greens or other colorful veggies instead of a starch. Two, proteins such as grass-fed beef, chicken, turkey, pork, eggs, or seafood should make up about a quarter of your plate. 
A generous serving of protein is the size of the palm of your hand. If you're still hungry, feel free to eat protein and green veggies until you're satisfied. Number three, eat whole fruit as a snack or use to sweeten other foods. Limit to one to two servings of fruit a day to maximize fat loss. Number four, add energy to your meals with nutrient-dense fat. Fat should come from grass-fed meat, butter, coconut oil, avocado oil, olive oil, or unsalted nuts such as almonds, pecans, macadamias, or walnuts. Avoid processed industrial oils. If you're particularly active, have a high metabolism, or are less tolerant of fat or protein, consider a side of starch such as boiled sweet potato or whole grain rice with lunch or dinner. If you find that carbs slow your fat loss, skip the starch and eat extra protein, veggies, or fat instead. All right, so here's a little section on why you should avoid processed food and a lot of... All right, so here's a little bit on why uh, processed food is a waste of your money. I talk about a lot of things that have to do with being thrifty and eating really well. Um, But suffice it to say that a lot of us are eating healthy food, and I'm using air quotes there, that's actually just junk food in disguise. A lot of food marketers who I uh, just stomp all over in this book in kind of a whimsical way (laughs) do not have our best interests at heart. In fact, um, they're kind of just selling products and food is an afterthought. So why processed food is a waste of your money. Modern food manufacturers have overwhelmed grocery store shelves with foodstuff that is nutrient-poor, rotten, spoiled, dead, old, tainted with antibiotics, synthetic hormones, and petroleum-based flavors. They saved the buck on cheap ingredients and didn't tell us they ruined our food in the process. Instead of nourishing our bodies with the fresh bounty of small family farms and gardens, we have been conditioned to subsist on marked-up, overhyped, industrial-strength frankenfoods from Fortune 500 corporations. Since the rise of convenience food following the Second World War, Big food has cut corners, capitalized on cheap oil, and embraced backward government policy to doctor our food beyond belief. While we continue to eat foods that go by the same names as those made at home by our parents and grandparents, the ingredients quietly shifted. The honey and natural sugars in our sweet sauces and sodas became genetically engineered corn syrup. The hand-churned, grass-fed butter on our kitchen table became corn oil. Wheat was bred into a plant that would be utterly unrecognizable to our ancestors. And the spices that flavored our favorite dishes were pushed out by artificial chemicals from test tubes. Assembly line production may work well for the automotive industry, but its ruthless efficiency and profit-based bent don't serve us well when our health is concerned. Factory food may be convenient and cheap, but it's killing us. For the titans of industry who run big food, The pursuit of short-term profits has trumped good judgment and clouded ethics. After years of tweaking from legions of white-coated technicians and geneticists, the fundamental nature of our food has changed. The land of milk and honey became the land of soy milk and agave nectar. Today, many of the foods we eat in pursuit of health are intentionally designed to encourage overeating. Have you ever tried a dinky 100-calorie pack of crackers, cookies, or chips? When you get to the end of the bag in about five seconds flat, if you're like me, you want another one, don't you? But how many times have you eaten a big juicy apple, usually about 100 calories, by the way, and said to yourself, golly, I want another apple right now. It doesn't happen. Your brain knows when you eat real food. Processed food makes you crave more, so you buy more. Real food fills you up. But the whole point of eating is to get full, isn't it? 
This is the first time in the history of man that we're tricked into thinking that we want less food in our food. We're surrounded by food, but we're nutritionally starving. Nutrient-poor processed foods distort your appetite and cause you to consume more calories than you need. This perpetuates a vicious cycle of stuffing your face, but never feeling totally satisfied or nourished. When you're hungry, your body doesn't necessarily want food, it craves nutrition. If you try to quell your hunger with empty calories or doctored food, your brain and body will never really feel totally satisfied. The key is to feed yourself nutrient-dense foods that satiate your hunger. As I'm sure you've noticed, today's concrete jungle of freeze-dried franchises and chain supermarkets can make life a challenge for any aspiring health nut. In America, our standards for food are shockingly low. This section of the book may surprise or disgust you, but bear with me. You'll see that poor quality food is easy to avoid once you know what to look for. But first, buckle up. It's about to get bumpy. What I learned as a consultant inside the diet and health industry made my stomach turn. Now, I don't have time to read the whole book right now. In fact, I already did that in the audiobook version, which you can find on Audible and on Amazon. Uh, but I hope that this little taste of the wild diet encourages you to go to your local bookstore and check it out. It's, it's at pretty much anywhere books are sold. Um, the Wild Diet, I'm very happy to say, thanks to your support, is already a number one bestseller on Amazon. And uh, if you'd like a copy of The Wild Diet, it includes about 50 of our favorite recipes, including uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream. Uh, we have chicken parmesan, apple cider donuts, pretty much all the food types from fish to lamb and grass-fed beef and bison and all sorts of fun stuff in there. And also, uh, I hope you can, you can appreciate that uh, the book is written in kind of a whimsical and fun way. Uh, I also try to make it as useful for you as possible. We have a whole section on how to feed your pets wild, um, what the paleo diet is all about, what I keep in my survival pack when I'm traveling around the world to make sure I can always eat high-quality food, how you can order at a restaurant, and much, much more. So if you'd like to order The Wild Diet, please go to fatburningman.com and check it out. And if you have a quick minute, I'd really appreciate if you could leave a review for The Wild Diet on Amazon or the iBook store or anywhere else. So if you appreciate my show and the fact that it's advertising free, please pick up a copy of The Wild Diet at your local bookstore, on Amazon, on the iBook store, pretty much anywhere else. And uh, know that that's supporting me and, and my team and our work to bring this show to you for free, to keep my blog going and all that other good stuff. So thanks again for listening to the show. Once again, it's called The Wild Diet. You can get it anywhere that books are sold. And check out some of my uh, appearances on uh, different radio shows around the country in the next few weeks, uh, as well as on Fox in New York City in a few weeks as well. And then uh, I'm doing a book tour going to Austin, Texas, to Florida, uh, and you'll be seeing me at a bunch of different conferences. So I hope that uh, you come and say hello, and I'd be very happy to sign your book for you if you catch me along the way. So thanks again for listening and check out The Wild Diet. Really appreciate you and we'll chat soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Fat Burning Man Show. If you'd like free fat burning tips, muscle building goodies, as well as a free ebook and video course, head on over to fatburningman.com and enter your best email and I'll shoot those right over to you. If you'd like to follow me on Facebook, I'm at facebook.com forward slash fatburningman. 
And on Twitter, my handle is FatburnMan. Got some killer shows on the way, but in the meantime, be well, and I'll be talking to you guys soon. Cheers. Thank you.